Yes, that theme music tells you this that this is another episode of a Today's Focus podcast, right? That that theme music tells you this is another episode of the Today's Focus podcast series. Is that is that a better way of saying it? That theme music tells you this is an episode of Today's Focus. There, there you go. That, that, is that even better? It tells you that it's another episode of Today's Focus. But if you listen to the last broadcast, you're thinking, wait a minute, you've already done a Today's Focus. You can't have two today's focuses, right? There's only one thing to focus on. You can't give me multiple things to focus on. Well, what if I, what if we do in this episode, we expand on the focus I gave you in the last episode? What if we do a little bit more discussion about foxes, Bible prophecy, the Temple Mound, what, what, what if what if we expand on it a little bit? Well, that is, is, does that, is that okay? Is that okay? I, I I don't know. I don't know. As 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 bad as this intro is, <laughs> that's how bad this entire thing is about to be. So I, I'm going to quote the famous philosopher who once said, "Forgive me if this goes astray." Now that's actually a lyric from a very famous pop song. If anyone knows the reference, you. You get a lot of money. You you get, I don't know, you, you just get my admiration and respect. I don't know. But but forgive me if it goes astray because this this is going to be this is gonna be fun trying to put this all together. But as this is gonna come across very um very real, very or very organic, very raw. This is gonna come across as Hey, we're, we're just trying to figure something out and we're doing it in real time. I didn't take the time to sit here and, and organize it and plan it. I'm, I'm like, nope, I'm going to talk about this as soon as I can. And that's what we're going to do. But welcome, everyone. Yes, it's another episode of the Today's Focus podcast series. It is Saturday, July the 29th, 2023. It is now 12.18 p.m., PM. The last one was AM. It's now 1218 PM Central Time. And everyone knows where I broadcast from, from, well, Abilene, Texas. Are you ready to do this? Okay. Let's do this. Let's put this all together. All right. Let's, let's see if we can, we can add to what you need to be focusing on today. And hopefully it will be beneficial. But yes, I'm, I'm being now to be serious, not joking around. This is going to come. I want this to feel like that we are all together sitting around a table and we're, we're, we, we saw a news article and then I'm like, well, what about this? And then you're like, what about this? And you're like, well, I looked this up. And you're like, I looked this up. I'm like, well, I don't know about this. Well, what does this mean? I don't know. How do you say this? I don't know. What are they talking about? It's going to come across very much like that. And hopefully, hopefully you will appreciate that. All right. So in the last episode of the Today's Focus podcast series, We talked about a possible Bible prophecy being fulfilled at the Temple Mount recently. All right. That story was published in the Jerusalem Post. The story is somewhat confounding and confusing to me because I don't really understand what prophecy is supposedly being fulfilled. I don't even understand where they're getting the word foxes. The whole thing is confounding and confusing. I don't even understand what what is even being talked about in the article. So we went through it and let me just refresh your memory. And then as soon as that episode was over, I received an email and someone sent me a lot of additional information and they may have found the actual biblical reference where foxes 
is actually mentioned, but that is even more confounding because, because that passage would deal with a completely different time frame than the, the passage that was first mentioned and the first broadcast. I mean, the whole thing is just confounding and confusing. But are you ready for me to do my very best to try to take all of this confusion and put it together in some kind of an organized way in real time? And when it's all said and done, I want you to go, wow, that was interesting. <laughs> I, I don't know what word I'm hoping you'll... That, that was... Well, I mean, that was okay. That that was that was okay. I, I don't I don't know what I'm gonna be looking at. I, I hope you just find something beneficial from it. But are you ready? Here we go. All right. So on July the 27th, 2023, the Jerusalem Post published the following headline: Fox spotted along walls of Temple Mount, sparks talk of prophecy. We talked about this in the last today's focus episode. They did, they did say underneath that headline, this isn't the first time in recent years that foxes have been spotted near the walls of the Temple Mount. Okay, right? So if it's not the first time, then is this a continuing fulfillment? Is this a, like, how do you, <laughs> I, I don't, I mean, if the foxes have already been found near the temple, uh, near the walls of the Temple Mount in the past, then did that not fulfill the supposed prophecy? And are you telling me there have never been foxes near the walls of the Temple Mount? I don't know, dating all the way back to 70 AD? I mean, like, I, I, I don't, 71 AD? Like, I don't understand. The whole thing is confusing. But, but this is what they had to say. A fox was spotted along the southern wall of the Temple Mount on Wednesday night as Tishabov, the day when the two temples of Jerusalem were destroyed, was marked. So Tishabov, that's the day that the two temples, the destruction of the two temples is remembered. It was on that day that some people were walking in near the southern wall of the Temple Mount. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, they saw a fox. Whoa. They took video of said fox. They posted video on social media. It seems primarily TikTok. Supposedly, it went viral. And supposedly, you should weep and you should cry because it's a fulfillment of biblical prophecy. Now, my original reaction, as I stated in the last broadcast, was confusion. It was like, what? Bible prophecy is fulfilled by a fox being seen near the Temple Mount in July of 2023. I mean, I just don't understand, like, what's the deal? All right, so I'm going to read a little bit more of this article, all right? The sighting of the fox went viral with social media users saying the sighting was a sign of prophecy coming true. All right, I guess, I, I, I whatever, all right? Then they talked about that the social media users were referencing a story related in what's called the Tracate Makot, M-A-K-K-O-T, all right? Now, that 
at, at the time in the original and the original reporting on this, I didn't really mention that. I didn't remember. I didn't mention the Tracate Macot 24B. I didn't mention that because that kind of takes us to the Talmud. Okay. And if that takes us to the Talmud, maybe then I know exactly what they're, what they're referencing, but I just kind of ignored that because I was focused on this. All right. So when the, so there were some rabbis, I think there was three or four rabbis. They witnessed this. Uh, and, some of them began weeping because they see this fox. One kind of begins laughing and uh, he uh, and they asked him why he was laughing. And he says, as a fox walked in a site about which the Torah wrote and the non-priest to approach shall die. OK, so I, 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 OK, I don't know exactly what they're referencing there. Then the rabbi responded that the appearance of the fox coincided with a prophecy given by the prophet Uriah in which he stated, and I quote, this is supposedly the prophet from uh, the prophecy of Uriah. Therefore, for your sake, Zion shall be plowed as a field. Jerusalem shall become rubble and the temple mount as the high, high places of a forest, which foxes are found. And I'm like, okay, that seems to be referring to the destruction of the temple. And that when the temple is destruct, destroyed, Jerusalem is going to be plowed as a field. Jerusalem is going to become, or Zion's going to be plowed as a field. Jerusalem will become rubble and the temple mount as a high places of a forest, quote unquote, where foxes are found. Like I don't, to me, just a simple understanding of that simply says, it simply means the temple in Jerusalem is going to be destroyed. And it's going to be like a forest. Okay, and foxes could be found there or will be found there. All right, great. Now, what is that prophecy referencing the destruction of the temple the first time? Or is that prophecy referencing the destruction of the temple the second time in 70 AD? And whether it's the first or whether it's the second, wouldn't that prophecy then have been fulfilled basically right then, immediately after? What does it have to do with 2023, where Jerusalem is clearly not a field it's a city, like 700,000 people. Like, like, I don't, like, what does that prophecy have to do with anything in current times? I, I don't, I don't get it, right? Well, supposedly, according to this article, that prophecy is found in Micah, uh, Micah chapter three, verse 12. Micah chapter three, verse 12. Now, the problem is we did some, I won't go back and read all of this. We looked at Micah three twelve not only in the King James, we looked at it in every English translation. We even looked at it in a translation of the Arabic. We looked at it in a translation of the Septuagint. And guess what? We could not find any foxes. We couldn't find any mention of the foxes. We Micah 3.12 refers to Zion being plowed as a field and Jerusalem becoming rubble and the temple mount as a high places of a forest. But we didn't find anything referencing foxes. So we we're like, what is this talking about? It made no sense. And then this rabbi was like, oh, guess what? Guess what? This is actually, it's not Micah, it's Uriah. And Uriah is... uh Isaiah links Uriah to the prophecy of Zechariah. And Zechariah in 8.4 writes, There shall yet be elderly men and elderly women sitting in the streets of Jerusalem. And because the prophecy of Uriah has been fulfilled because we see the fox, well, now that means the prophecy of Zechariah remains valid. And we were like, or at least, I, I, let me take that back. I can't say we. I was confounded confused, and perplexed. Now, forgive me if this goes astray. 
But I received an email with someone trying desperately to help me out. They gave lots of information. I, now, forgive me if I don't use all the information in this one because I'm trying to do this in, in real time to the best of my ability, all right? But here we go. They sent me a Jerusalem Post article that was published in August the 8th, 2019, meaning this entire thing with foxes. I, I, I guess anytime a fox shows up anywhere near the Temple Mount, it's breaking news. The Jerusalem Post breaks in. It's like, breaking news, breaking news of foxes. I don't, I truly don't get this. So here's the headline published in 2019. Foxes seen walking near the Western Wall fulfilling biblical uh, promises, or or biblical promise, I should say. I'm sorry. Foxes seen walking near the Western Wall fulfilling biblical promise, not promises, promise. According to the biblical prophecy, now that the Bering Temple has become a walking ground for foxes, so it will be rebuilt. So the way, so I guess what they're trying to say Now, it's starting to make a little bit more sense when we put this article with the last one. The last article, I'm just going to say it, was so poorly written, I had no idea what was going on. I guess the way and and the Jewish mind, it goes something like this, or at least within some of the Jewish world. If Micah is fulfilled, that the temple is destroyed, and and then it becomes a place for foxes, and that's fulfilled. Now, I still don't know what where foxes show up in Micah because it makes no sense. All right, but okay. Then if that is fulfilled, then the promises of the temple being rebuilt in Zechariah, then they are still valid and we be, will be fulfilled. I don't know why you need the foxes, right? If the t- temple was destroyed as prophesied, meaning it happened and it happened literally, then any prophecy of the temple being rebuilt has to be fulfilled Literally, just like the prophecy of it being destroyed, literally, it has to be rebuilt, literally, whether there are foxes or no foxes. All you got to do is go to the Temple Mount and go, yep, it was destroyed. Was that prophesied? Yes. By whom? Well, we can go to all the prophecies, the prophecies of the destruction of the temple the first time, the prophecies of the destruction of the temple the second time in 70 AD. Were those fulfilled literally? Yes. Are there any prophecies about the temple being rebuilt? After 70 AD, if we find prophecies that we think are referencing the temple being rebuilt after 70 AD, then logically they would have to be fulfilled literally, just like the prophecies about it being destroyed literally were literally fulfilled. The end is, I don't need foxes. <laughs> okay. I don't, I, 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 I don't understand why make this more complicated, but this article goes on to say this. As the Jewish world is counting the days uh, for Tishabov, the date on which Jews mourn the destruction of the two temples in Jerusalem following its destruction by the Romans, foxes have been spotted walking near the Western Wall, a press release reported on Thursday. Why does it even get a press release? Again, I know this is something cultural. I know this is something within the Jewish world that me as a Gentile growing up in West Texas, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I, I don't. I don't understand it. It makes no sense. Like, what are you talking? Why would this generate a press release? All right, but let, let's see if we get any closer here. It is written in the book of Lamentations. Oh, okay, 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 okay. 
Now, the person who, who emailed me said that possibly the scripture references Lamentations. And I was like, okay, now here's what we need to do today. All right, here we go. Are you ready? Thinking caps on. I don't see foxes mentioned in Micah chapter three, right? I don't, I don't, I don't in any way, shape or form. Are foxes mentioned in Lamentations? Right? That's what we have to see. But I, I want to forget the foxes for a minute. Micah. Okay, those are, that's a weather alert. That's a weather alert. Okay, so I'm getting weather alerts. All right, here we go. Um, the foxes, oh, forget the foxes. These are, if you take Lamentations and you take Micah, and, you, and both of these prophecies have something to do with the destruction of Jerusalem and the temple. Are they referencing the exact same destruction? Or are they referencing different destructions? Is Lamentation referencing the destruction that occurred the first time? And is Micah referencing the destruction that occurs in 70 AD? Are they the same one? Or are they different? That, that, are, are they both referencing the first destruction? If they're both referencing the first destruction, then clearly those things had to be fulfilled before the building of the second one, right? I, I would think, now, let's just do a little bit of work here. Let's do a little bit of work here. I've got here the ultimate Bible guide. We're just going to use this. All right. I got the book of Micah open here. I got the book of Micah open here. All right. The book of Micah. Now, remember, the first prophecy supposedly, supposedly occurs in Micah 3.12. All right. Micah 3.12. Now, forget the foxes now. Just forget the foxes now. Right. Don't. I'm still not getting the fox thing, but let's forget the foxes. Let's just try to see what we can determine here. So if we look at Micah, right. Micah is the 8th century B.C. Israelite prophet from Judah. Uh, uh, see, Micah, the 8th century B.C. Israelite prophecy prophet from Judah, has given his name to this book as its composer. His name is, uh, is a short form of something else, meaning who is like the Lord. Okay. All right. So they give us a little bit of information here. Okay. The one sentence summary. Although Micah also prophesied against Israel, his main message was against Judah, which must repent of idolatry and injustice or else go into exile, but then be restored to divine blessing under the ruler from Bethlehem. Now, is, is this pointing to the first destruction of the temple then? Right? Would, would, that, would that not talk about it? I mean, this is something that you have to really start thinking about, all right? Um, this book preserves the divinely inspired prophecies that Micah made during his ministry of at least 20 years. These prophecies were originally for the, prophet, for the people of Judah facing Assyrian invasions. Micah warned that because of idolatry and justice, God's case against Judah and Israel was severe. Their kingdoms would be destroyed, even though individual individuals could still repent and seek the Lord like Isaiah, his colleague. Micah looked beyond the Assyrian captivity of Israel and the Babylonian captivity of Judah to the time when they would be forgiven and restored in righteousness, living under the Davidic ruler that God would send. All right. So it still seems that 
It's pointing to the Babylonian destruction of the temple. All right. Micah prophesied during the reigns of three kings of Judah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah. Um, and they have basically 740 to 700 BC. Uh, 2 Kings 15, 32 through 20, verse 21, and 2 Chronicles 27 through 32 provide the historical narrative for the three kings mentioned in Micah 1, 1. And the city of Samaria, idolatrous kings, ruled in the northern kingdom of Israel. The power, um, the power of Aram, uh, Syria in the KJV, with its capital in Damascus, was a constant threat. Then there were the Assyrians with their capital in Nineveh. Judah was isolated with many powerful enemies. During the rule of King Ahaz, the Assyrians conquered Samaria, fulfilling Micah's words. Ahaz's son Hezekiah paid attention to the prophet Isaiah and Micah and instituted religious reform. All right. Um, the, the people of Judah, the first audience was the people of Judah living during Micah's lifetime. So, I mean, this seems clear that this is going, that when Micah makes a, a prophecy for the destruction of the temple, and remember I asked you to, to look this up, he clearly would be referencing the, the first destruction of the temple, right? So if his, so let's go to Micah chapter three. Let's do this. I'm going to, I'm going to mark Lamentations. Let's go to Micah. So if we read Micah. If we read Micah chapter 3, verse 12. Therefore shall Zion for your sakes be plowed as a field and Jerusalem shall become heaps and the mountains of the house of the high places of the forest. That is referring to the, what, what would be the condition of Jerusalem and the temple at the destruction that occurred during the, the first time, the Babylonian, during the Babylonian captivity. So what would that have to do with foxes in 2023? In fact, the temple's going to be rebuilt in, before the destruction of 70 AD. So why would you see a fox now and go, ooh, look, 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 look. That means, that means the temple's going to be rebuilt. What? I don't even understand. I don't even understand how you get there. I don't even know how your mind gets there. Micah is talking about the first destruction, not even the destruction in 70 AD. So then that leads us to, well, according to the second article, they don't point us to Micah. They point us to, and I quote, it is written in the book of Lamentations, which is read on Tisha B'Av, all right? So on the day of Tisha B'Av, Lamentations is actually read Maybe Micah is read, but they say Lamentations 5.18 is read. Well, if we go to Lamentations 5.18, guess what we're going to read? Because of the mountain of Zion, which is desolate, the foxes walk upon it. Now that speaks of a done deal. It was done because av this and this, once again, Lamentations... If you've been studying the book of Jeremiah, you probably get an idea. This would be referencing which destruction? 70 AD or the first, the first destruction. In fact, let's look up Lamentation. Let's look up Lamentations here in this kind of overview book. 
All right, limitations. The English title renders the name given by the Greek translations, translation, translators of this book in the second century. Then they talk about the original Hebrew. Uh, Hebrew title is simply the first word of the book. All right, and if you look at limitations, the first word, I don't know the Hebrew, how, how. It's the, the Hebrew word translated how. I think it's eka. Something along those lines. I don't know if I'm saying it correctly. You can look. All right. The key term is lament. Here's the one sentence summary. A skillful and emotional poet described the devastation of the city of Jerusalem brought by the Babylonians, but ultimately caused by the Lord's anger against his people and poured out his own personal expression of sorrow. All right. I I cannot stress to you that this is a reference to the destruction of Jerusalem and the temple the first time. So Micah would be referencing the destruction of the temple the first time. Lamentations would be referencing the destruction of the temple the first time. So anything it mentions about being, you know, a, a, a rubble being torn down, becoming like the forest or foxes walking in and through it was fulfilled After the first destruction of the temple, it would have nothing to do with the temple, the temple mount today. It would be about the temple mount then. Then it's rebuilt and before 70 AD, then destroyed in 70 AD. So why are you looking for foxes there now? I don't understand it in any way, shape or form. I, I don't understand Right. This is this is what they say. It is written in the book of Lamentations, which is read on Tishabov, that Mount Zion, where the temple stood, will be so desolate that foxes will walk upon it. The understanding, according to the Talmud and the Trachate Makot 24b, is that if the prophecies of destruction have been fulfilled, so will the ones by the prophet Zechariah about the temple being rebuilt. Now, there we are in agreement. We're in agreement. The prophecies of the destruction of the temple the first time literally happened. Literally. Boom. No Literally destroyed. Literally became rubble. Literally became a place like the fourth. It was literally destroyed. We know that. Okay. Now, here's the thing. The temple was rebuilt. We got that. It's literally rebuilt, not figuratively, not spiritual, literally rebuilt. Great. It was literally destroyed the second time, 70 AD. Boom, gone. Now, if we find any prophecies anywhere about a temple being rebuilt that does not fulfill it being rebuilt prior to 70 AD. In other words, if the second temple, sometimes I think refers to as the temple of Zerubbabel, right? If the se- if we find prophecies that do not fit the rebuilding of the temple, right? If that second temple, if we, if we have prophecies that talks about a rebuilding of a temple and it's not fulfilled there, then it has to be fulfilled in the future. And just as the first temple was literal, the second temple was literal. Just as the first destruction was literal and just like the second destruction was literal, then the rebuilding of it would have to be literal. You could not come along and then spiritualize it and say, no, 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 that's the church and that's spiritual Israel. No, it would have to be rebuilt literal. I'm in complete agreement with the rabbis there. 
I do believe that if you can find any scripture that seems to speak of a rebuilt temple that was not fulfilled in the first or second temple, then it has to be fulfilled literal. I would completely be in agreement with the rabbis. I would be, and I know that would put me at odds with many in the reformed world who are all millennial, but no, I would believe, nope, the temple has to be, if the first one was literal, if the second one was literal, if the first destruction was literal and the second destruction was literal, if I find any prophecies in here about a rebuilding temple, I'm like, that clearly wasn't the second, that wasn't the second temple. Clearly it wasn't. Well, then when, when, don't, don't tell me it's the church. Don't tell, no, I'm going to look for then a third temple to be rebuilt, but I don't. I don't get the fox thing. They quote a rabbi here. The rabbi rabbi of the Western Wall and Holy Sites referred to photos of foxes and commented, one cannot refrain from crying at the sight of the fulfillment of the prophecy of foxes will walk on it. I, I don't understand that. That prophecy was dealing with what would happen after the first destruction. Those prophecies don't have anything to do with what happens after the second destruction. Now, if you find a prophecy that talks about the second destruction of the temple, which occurred in 70 AD, and then it mentions foxes, well then, yeah, any foxes seen after that, I guess you could say is a fulfillment. But the the main idea of those kinds of prophecies is that after the destruction of the temple, it's going to be barren. And, and that's and it's talking about the immediate after effects of the destruction. I mean, obviously, Jerusalem now is not a pile of rubble. It's, it's a city of 700,000 plus people. Whole thing is crazy. And well, that's it. Okay, that's the end of this story. That's the end of the story. So um, I, 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 just, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Let me see if there's anything else in the email that I that I can possibly use. I probably should use it, but I'm just going to, I don't want to go this to go astray anymore. All right. Um, okay. Yeah. I think we got most of there. There's some quotes here from the Talmud and things like that, but none of that, none of that really helps in any way, shape or form. To me, it doesn't help clarify it. So here's what we should take from this today. Micah Lamentations, prophecies dealing with, well, Lamentations is not even really a prophecy. It's being spoken of as it's already the case, right? If we go back to Lamentations, right? I mean, I think that's very important to understand about Lamentations, right? If we go back to Lamentations, right? Um, Lamentations 5.18, because of the mountain of Zion, which is desolate, the foxes walk upon it. That's not even prophecy. That's description. That's telling you what the situation is. It's already been destroyed. Here's the reality of it. So it's not even a prophecy. It's not even a... And Micah is, is talking about what will be the case after the destruction of the temple the first time. Jeremiah is describing the reality of the scene after the destruction of the temple the first time. Those happened, the temple then was rebuilt. Then that temple was destroyed in 70 AD. Now, I do agree. Not because a fox shows up. 
Not because of anything like that. I do agree that the first temple was destroyed literally. The second temple was destroyed literally. The second temple was rebuilt literally. Therefore, if I find any prophecies in the Bible about the rebuilding of a temple that cannot be fulfilled with the rebuilding of the second temple, then I have to look for a literal fulfillment. So on this Saturday, to expand on today's focus, I already challenge you to look up Micah and figure out which destruction that's referring to. I've given you the answer. See, I'm already doing the work for you. I'm a bad podcasting host, right? I should not be doing the work for you. You're supposed to be participating. Here's what you can do. You can use, you can use every resource you can find. I want you to look up everything you can find. And I want you to find all the verses that seem to speak of a temple being rebuilt that cannot be pointing to the temple that was rebuilt the second time. I want you to find all the verses in the Bible that seem to speak of a rebuilding of a temple and go that, that you can eliminate not referencing the second temple that was built, that it has to be pointing to a possible third one. Look, see how many you can find. How many? How many scriptures you're like, that's got to be referencing a, a, a different temple. It's got to be because it was either written after the destruction of the temple or, or like just whatever the reasons may be. You've got to be like, this has to be a third temple. Find all the scriptures you think you can find that would you think would possibly point to a third temple. And I would love for you to send everything you can find to me. Newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. You can look up articles, scriptural proof for a third temple in Jerusalem. Now, read all of the scriptures yourself. Don't just copy and paste. Read them and say, does that really work? I don't know. You may need to look up the dating of the book, right? You need to, you need to, right? It's very important. Uh, It's where there's sometimes a lot of debate that happens with the book of Revelation. If the book of Revelation is written after 70 AD and it mentions a temple, well, how could it be mentioning a temple? There's no temple. So then do you put it as being written before 70? Well, if it's not written before 70 and it mentions a temple, does that not seem to imply that there's going to be a future temple? That's one example. If you've got other things mentioning the temple, in the New Testament. Are those books written prior to the temple? So are they possibly pointing to things that are going to happen in the temple that was still standing before it was destroyed in 70 AD? Or are they pointing to events that were going to happen in a third temple? A lot of times people will see things in the New Testament and go, that's got to be a third temple. You're like, well, wait a minute. The book was written before the destruction of the second temple. So maybe it was prophesying events that were going to occur in the second temple. So give me your, give me the best you can come up with. Every scripture that you think proves that there has to be a third temple. Has to be. Now I reject trying to interpret any, now this is one thing I do reject from a hermeneutical standpoint. If you give me scriptures going, well, these seem to point to a third temple, but that third temple is not a literal temple. It's the church. It's, it's Christians. It's what I'm going to reject that because obviously any scripture pertaining to the first temple building or destruction, that all was literal. Any scripture pointing to the rebuilding of the temple, the second temple, 
and any prophecy about the destruction of the second temple, all of that was literal. So if the first two was described and everything about it was fulfilled literal, then any scripture that would even hint at a third temple has to be literal or you're destroying your entire hermeneutic. That's just a weird news story to show up. I, I still don't completely get it, but I don't know. I don't know if that helps at all, but there you have it. Lamentation seems to be the one that mentions the foxes, but that has no bearing on today because those foxes would have been, Jeremiah was describing the situation after the destruction of the temple the first time, of Jerusalem the first time. I don't know why... If I see a fox at the, if I'm in Jerusalem and I see a fox on the Temple Mount, I'm going to be like, oh, look, cool, a fox. I'm not going to be like, ladies and gentlemen, let's all weep. This is a fulfillment of biblical prophecy. I don't understand that in any way, shape or form. I don't, I'm not getting that. Now I would, I would go with the, I would go with the rabbis and we would have some good conversation. I'd be like, you, oh, you, you believe the, the prophecies in Zechariah have to be literally fulfilled. Yeah. I, I believe the prophecies about the Messiah had to be literally fulfilled as well, like born of a virgin, born in Bethlehem, suffer and die, right? Like, I believe those have to be literally fulfilled. And I believe he literally has to be, come back and rule and reign, right? I, th- I agree. I, if we take it all literal, I think we, 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 could, we should come to some agreement. And I think Christ was a literal fulfillment of those Old Testament prophecies about the Messiah, He just hasn't fulfilled all of them yet. All right. Email me, newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. Forgive me if this went astray, but I wanted it to be very real and just very like trying to process this in real time. Thanks to, to the email or maybe emails at this point. I may have received multiple emails by this point. Um, I'd have to go look. I think I've received multiple emails now. So to everyone who's emailed me, thank you very much. Very helpful. And uh, if we need to, we'll uh, we'll cover more. We'll cover more. Yeah, I think I've got a couple here. All right. So if I didn't get to yours, I apologize. And if we need to add anything to this, we will. But there is your... Ex- uh, Oh, someone said, thank you for all you do. Okay, well, I don't know if I would thank me for this. I don't, I wouldn't thank me for this. Okay, I don't know how helpful this was. Okay, but we got to talk about a lot of hermeneutical issues. We got to talk a lot about biblical prophecy and we got to talk about the possibility of a third temple. So we did kind of stumble into some things. We did kind of stumble into some things. So uh, we will work on this. And it was cool that Lamentations was the verse, really, that mentions the foxes since we're studying Jeremiah, and we're supposed to finish Lamentations, too. So, all right. So, I don't know if any of this was beneficial, but I did my best. So, all right. Thanks for listening. Everyone have a great day. God bless. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. Don't go. Don't go. What am I doing? What am I doing? This is a today's focus. I keep forgetting at the end. All right. All right. I I keep forgetting. This is a today's focus. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a kind of a train wreck of a today's focus podcast series episode for Saturday, July the 29th, 2023, meaning we go out with the today's focus 
theme music. 